with the correct amount. D20 Radio, where gamers roll. Welcome to Everon Renewed, an actual play podcast in the Everon campaign setting. I'm your Game Master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Randy. I'm your Game Master, Jeff. Lies. Uh, and as you all can tell, Reynard's having a conversation with Baron Elvenor of House Fury. Reynard's getting killed at the bus. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Trevor will not be joining us for the next couple episodes because he has a busy schedule. So, yeah, you all were leaving. How, like... I guess. Yeah, actually telling you, us to leave. You were leave. kind of dismissed. Feels like we were kicked out of the house. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think any of us are surprised the Fjarlins aren't particularly, like, kind when it's time to go. It's like, mm-hmm. well, F off. Yeah. <laughs> but we could listen at the doors. Getting awfully late. The one where yeah. Berla is and the one where Reynard is. I think Reynard left the house. He's yeah, gone Reynard's to, gone to a second location. Okay. I mean, they, they are going. She, she took him into the sitting room to collect Eldrin, and then they will be leaving to go leave. to... And while I don't think anyone would be surprised at Reynard trying to eavesdrop on family slash Verla business, I don't think we'll get away with it. As much as I agree, I'd like to know what they're talking about. It's got to be Ocon, Hobbit right? Tell the kitchen staff be. you want a chicken. I do always want a chicken. No, yeah, we're leaving. I, we, we have to be leaving, right? Yeah. yeah. We're leaving. They, they, they told us to leave. Yes. yes. Without telling us. So where are y'all heading? Yeah. Where are we close to? You're in the upper part of the city. Right. So, I mean, the closest place that you all have been before is either the... the 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 nice division of Millhatch Industries or Kath and Sana's parents' house. Right. I don't know if you all want to head to either of those two places. They're probably still mad at me. Millhatch Industries? No, probably. well, sure. <laughs> Most of Sharn at this point is mad at one of us. Kath and Sana's parents aren't mad at you. I thought I pissed off Sana's dad pretty good there. Or Eris um, and I did together. Yeah. Actually, Eris did and I was there. You got, you got some on you. And Kath's dad specifically, I think, was the one that you were. That's right. That's got right. Mad at you. I mean, Eris is just working her way through that family. Is the four sales open yet? We can always go and help. The four sales is open whenever we walk in the door. I, no, I mean to the public. Open to business. Oh, open I see. Business. It's still the same. You all left the four sales to come to this meeting. Or, yeah. God. Yeah. The time dilation. You, no, you left the four sales, went to Savia's, talked to the bartender, had the right. conversation, came here. Yeah. So, yeah, you were at the four sales this morning and they were getting stuff set up. So, by my track our to-do list is as follows we need to meet with the disaffected boromar groups that's being set up by tarvel so Mm -hmm. we don't have any particular right control of the timeline on that did Uh, we give him a communicator he gave you another coin yep he's got one of those coins that's got the coin no milo has a coin yeah yeah tarvel doesn't need a coin right and we eris thinks we should negotiate with house tarkanon at some point Mm-hmm. Oh no, that's to do list. Is Which that would be done in the cogs. And Eris has a crazy amount of crafting to do. Yeah, that is true. Do we need to just go back to the cauldron? Well, I mean, there's a degree to which that's real boring content, but potentially. I mean, communicating with Tarkan would just be a matter of going down the cogs and like yeah. doing some street wising to figure out. Also, Eris is apparently supposed to go to a thing tomorrow. Yes, the garden opening is tomorrow as well. 
Oh. Unless we're busy. Unless we unless we have other things that we have to do. Eris has enough social cues with Olive specifically to know that Olive has reminded Eris like 50 times yep. about the date. And so would yeah, be... this is happening. <laughs> be, be kind of hurt if Eris found a way to blow it off. Well, then let's go to the cogs. I mean... Take care of the Tarkana. Yeah, if that's the thing that Eris wants done, let's go. Yeah. Did we take Tasha up here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then I suppose we take her back down. To the cogs. To the cogs. Tata cogs. I don't have any idea where House Tarkanon's actual lair is because we've only encountered them the one time and the place we encountered them was more like they were on an op right so getting in touch with their leader yeah. do we even know who so you you encountered like the the person that was in charge when you interacted with them the one that you sold Coldor out to but that that person was like in charge of that operation right it was I mean you wasn't the head of House Tarkanon or do we have any way of knowing uh, you don't really have any way of knowing okay. based on the information that you have. So as Eric frantically pulls up notes to try and figure out what that person's name was because he knows they had a name. Yep. And I think we were given the name, uh, weren't we? Yeah, maybe not. Alendra, dark purple skin tiefling. Okay. So, so yeah, that's that's who you all can recall was in charge when you interacted with House Tarkanon. has pretty good streetwise. Seems like Hobbs' knowledge underworld would be right. I'm always there to loom and stuff. Underworld? Yeah, it's not that great. So I know you're the one who has that. Yeah, um, I've got one rank. I should have put another one in at some point. Streetwise is two and one. I bet you have the experience to put a rank in it right now if you wanted to. Yeah, I'm doing fact. So if you will allow it. Um, yeah. If we need to be sneaky, I got two and two. I don't know. I think I did this right. Nope. What am I doing Just wrong one second. As we're on our way down, Eris would. I think say okay before we do this I actually do want to go to the cauldron because I feel like there's a non-zero chance that this ends with us in a fight and I would like to not be quite so disabled before getting into a fight so I think I need to go finish the fix my arm part of this this to-do list before before we potentially get into some sort of scrap right I think that's I think that's so smart yeah Get me down to one critical injury. So you're heading to the cauldron? Yes. Yep. So Eris is not actually going to magic this up. I'm making a cybernetic item. Basically what this is going to be is it's going to, in the same way that the that the gauntlet attaches to Eris's wrist and, and hand, this is going to attach like a, like a pauldron that's essentially fixed onto her shoulder to support the the damaged tissue underneath the mechanical effect of this other than fixing my injury is it will increase my soak by one by just putting some extra plating on myself so this is not magical so it's just a matter of cash and deduct that uh, the rarity of this per the book with the cybernetics in it is four which makes the difficulty two okay I, as the arbiter of how that works in Eberron, I leave it to you as to whether mm. whether you want to adjust that or not. Since this is non-magical, I use mechanics, right? Yes. Okay. And I'm making something. Get boosts. And that gives me that. And I think that's everything. All right. It's a good handful. It is. Upgrade. I was going to say, it's up to you. It doesn't have to be like role played out or something, but Eris would definitely get Olive's assistance with this. Like okay. She's working yeah. on her own on her own dominant shoulder yeah. she's going to need need extra hands yeah. and it's going to hurt a whole lot 
Okay, I've succeeded, but actually somewhat narrowly. So these From take lack that. of success being rolled. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't roll very many successes. Okay, I've ended with two success and five advantage. Okay. So I am fixing that injury. So my brawn is back to normal and my soak increases by one from additional armors. But you didn't heal the critical injury, did you? You just negated it? I'm essentially negating it, yes. But you still have the critical injury for the sake of plus 10. Oh, I suppose that's true. And once you heal the critical injury, then your brawn would go up another one. I guess that's how we did it with the gauntlet. I don't remember whether the injury... Ever went away? I thought we just ignored the injury from that point Mm. on. Yeah, we can say that. Um, Like brawn brawn? Like is that... Oh, the overall score will go up by one? Well, because the critical injury that Eris currently has reduces, reduces so, it by one. Basically, if I, if I recall what we did with, my, with, with her hand, it was that she she paid all the costs of the cybernetic to it, but in terms of mechanically, she wasn't still carrying around the injury. Yeah, because o- Otherwise, if we did that, then I'd run is higher than <laughs> I thought it was. Eris is real strong suddenly. So Okay, cool. Yeah. What are you all doing while she works on that? Just sitting around staring at each other? Hob's got a dowel rod wrapped in leather ready to put in her teeth, but because he doesn't understand, they're using like magic to suppress the pain. <laughs> He's just used to like you know whiskey in a piece of wood. I don't. I mean, just staring and slack jawed wondering. We could go see how things. the how the garden is coming along. All right, let's take a walk. Actually, Eris probably kicks you out because she probably has to have her shirt off to do this. That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. Text well, I assume all. we go either. If, I mean, if Milo says let's go check out the garden, I'll be like sure. Or if, but if we're getting kicked out, I mean, it's either there or four sales. I mean, I mean, if you all, I mean, yeah, yeah, my list, yeah. yeah. So you all see a large topiary display that's been trimmed to look like Eris. <laughs> topiary. I was told no statues. It looks like uh, things oh out gosh, of proportion. No, you you see <laughs> littered pieces of past Fletchers on the ground. <laughs> you see, it's a it's a pretty warm day in Sharn today, and so as you round the corner, you see what presumably would have used to have been a small courtyard. A lot of the stone has been torn up and then like stacked to create borders and things like that. But you see a pretty vibrant display of of various plants from Breland. And you see a large hobgoblin that you've seen before. Due to the heat, he has some like short pants on just below the knee and no shirt and has some cloth wrapped around his head as he's carrying containers with larger plants and he's he's getting them set so he's carrying them from like he has a bunch set to the side he goes over and picks up one and takes it out of the container and gets it settled in the dirt and is you know by hand uh packing the dirt getting it settled watering it and that's what you kind of see as you're approaching is he's just not with any kind of urgency not with any kind of he seems to be well i yeah i mean that that's what you see Hob, you know, if we hang around, he's liable to put us to work. Oh, Hob is already walking towards the heavy things. Just like if there are heavy things around, Hob's going to I guess help. that means we are working. So, Milo, if we have things to do, I, I, I mean, just let me grab a couple. I'm already... Oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. Durgoth sees you all approaching and raises a hand to wave. Hello. Um, welcome. We thought we'd come and have a little look and see how things were coming along. It's coming very well. nice. Thank you. I am pleased with how things are turning out the plants are taking um, better than i hoped they would and you've done all all this essentially on your own as people have come they have um 
elected to contribute to the labor of the community, but most of the work has been me, yes. Yes, and your design and everything. Yes, to say that I designed it would be a generous statement. I just, I see the plants and I just tend to know where they need to go. That's very, very lovely. Thank you. Is Hob putting a plant in the exact wrong place? I mean, no, I mean, it's pretty obvious where he has built up borders with like dirt that has... Does Hob make so Hob is carrying the large heavy things yeah. over to the spot? Does Hob attempt to take it out of the container and put it in the dirt? I don't think Hob is so presumptuous. If okay. he doesn't know how to do it, he's gonna wait. And I mean, okay. unless it, how many times? How how many? What did Hob see? Like, did this look specialized, or did he just pop it out of a container and put it in some dirt? Based on an outside perspective, yeah. to Hob it would have looked like he popped it out and just okay. Set it in then Hob's like, "This is gonna go here," and starts to pop it out. Um. Hmm. We would find out if Hob is naturally gifted in gardening. Among my many skills. What's your intellect, Hob? One. One? Yeah. We just we just learned about that when I was trying to raise my... Like, You're more than welcome to give it a go. Okay. I mean, Jeff knows a lot about planting, so I'm trying to think of what Hob would actually do. Hob would... Here's what he's seen from gardening at the monastery. You mm-hmm. take a new plant, you kind of shake it out a little bit, and then you just drop it in the ground and... Start putting dirt back over the top. Yeah. So that's what Hob does. Give me give mm-hmm. me a check. It doesn't necessarily need to be knowledge of nature. You can... Gardening check. I mean, it could be athletics because it involves a, a good deal of upper body strength to this large plant out of it and settle it. It could be... Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm more than happy to hear your pitch on what you'd like to roll. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have anything. I guess this is not what your man was built for. I mean, like I said, it could be athletics. Like Okay. That's, which, then, I mean, that, then that's what I'll use because yeah. I'm good at it. How hard... The difficulty is just going to be uh, two red. Or, uh, sorry, two purple. Yeah, like, jeez. Just two these are, red. These are very temperamental this plants. The plant will explode. It's not planted properly. Uh, I, I succeeded. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just two success is your final check. Is it? So, and then those two go away. Or no, that's two success on there. I thought it was a sex right. advantage. It goes there. And there. And those whole. Three success. Three success. Um, took way too long. I it's been a minute. I no, guess, you're good. These- so yeah, Durgoth kind of watches you, Hob, as you do it, and as you as you look up after like setting the dirt, he just kind of gives you a very like not like a, a curt nod of well done. Well, you know the plant knows what to do. I just had to get it in the ground. Indeed. Well, what if I just carry some of these smaller ones to the proper location and allow you to set them? That'd be most appreciated. Very well. I'll get to it. And as you all are doing groups. this, Durgoth also begins caring and, and setting plants and asks, are you all, I, I've seen you all around quite a bit. Where in the district do you live? I don't live in the district. Yes, oh. and, and, and nor do I. High Walls doesn't seem to be the type of district that attracts many visitors. What brings you around here so frequently? We have friends that live here. Hmm. Yes. We go by to spend time with them. It's good. Also, we love the four sails, and it just relocated, and so we'll be here even more often. Oh, is that that airship or the the ship that yeah. just? It's a it's knocks. a it's a restaurant. Mm. They've got seafood. We heard it was in demand down here. They have seafood. Yeah, shrimps. That that like Durgoth doesn't make any attempt to hide it. That seems to be very intriguing to Durgoth. <laughs> okay, heck yeah, it's very good food. No, it's your first scallop entree is on me. Just tell Olfen, <laughs> and I'll cover it. Appreciate. I will let scallop specifically. If you try to get tilapia, so help me. That's on you, buddy. I will let Ulfin know. All right, he runs the joint. It's all very new for you. (laughs) 
No, it's just it's nice to see that non-Chirons would befriend and visit. The residents of the dis- this district tend to face a certain level of disdain from the citizens of Sean, so it's nice to see that some of those barriers might be breaking down. Has, has he never seen us with Eris? I mean, Hob has helped him, like, yeah, he's seen, stuff. he's seen yeah. me walk with her, but he hasn't had like a substantial conversation yeah. of, like, right, where are y'all? Right, this is where my friend lives, so yeah. I come here sometimes. Yeah, there's them right here, right now at your house, Eric. Yeah, <laughs> but that is, uh, yes, that is an abnormal situation given the nature of the Chiron refugee situation right, in Shaw. Right. Uh, it tends to be a very cloistered group. You know what? I think he might say, Hob might say, we're not stepping on toes by coming so often, are we? I. I don't. He, he doesn't go on to say, our friend didn't spend as much time in Kyra as some as you might have. He, she may not know all the customs. No, honestly. <laughs> uh, and Durgoth, to that statement, kind of stops for a second. No, sorry. He doesn't go so far as to say that part. I I, I, I think I said out loud. But that's what Hob is thinking. Oh, right. crap. What did Eris forget about? Durgoth just says, no, it's, I, I think that honestly, most people would presume that you are refugees of the morning, given that you're seen here. I, I sure. think that people would assume anyone spending time in high walls has that shared history with them. That was, and I don't begrudge you this, but that was my assumption about you all is that that was a, an experience that we shared. So, I mean, based on that statement, you all know that like he's right. He survived the morning. Looks like you were going to say something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Look, and still, you still have the look like yeah. you're still, <laughs> You want, just, you want to just give it a shot? I think maybe your maybe your face knows you want to say something. My brain does not. No, I just noticed that your your friend wears a Chiron military coat, so I thought that perhaps she served. She seems young, but not so young. She is Chiron, and I believe is a identifies strongly with her home. So, despite having not served, and he knows that, right? I mean, obviously. Did yeah. you did you speak? I'm trying to remember if you spoke Goblin to Durgoth when you all interacted. I'm trying to remember. Recall. Yeah, I, think, I you did. think she probably said tot. If that counts, not extensively, but I think she probably has used. I think she has greeted him in Goblin. Okay, okay. No, I I'm originally from Dagoon, obviously, but things change, and I found myself residing in Kaya. Well, Dagoon would have been Kaya when he was young. Well, uh, he's like <laughs> yeah. I uh, it's like the opposite of what happened to Eris. I I decided to move to. Uh, Seaside, which was coastal Kaya, and lived out my days there until the morning happened. Uh, I think Hobbs done a couple more plants over the course of that, and am I getting a sense that Durgoth wants us to be around and chat, or is he like, you've kind of messed with my zid of my gardening by being here? Thanks Give me for... a perception check. Yeah, that one I... One red, one purple. Very uh, private individual, this Durgoth. No, he's in, he's not necessarily private. He's inscrutable. It's difficult mm. to read him. Not for Hob. It's one success, two advantage. One success, two advantage. You get the sense that you had a couple of boosts also that I think got passed at one point that haven't been rolled yet. If you want to roll them to see. Well, let's hold on. I mean, is this is the sort of thing I should yeah. blow a boost on, Eric? Well, <laughs> they were passed, so the like should the thing used, is like they didn't give them. They're not an infinite. Yeah, I should have used them for the last one. But I did. Three advantage. advantage. You get the sense from Durgoth that, like he said, his interactions have been almost exclusively with people that have that shared experience Mm -hmm. of either like losing their home because of the morning Mm -hmm. or a direct interaction with the morning in some capacity. 
So you get the sense that like speaking to people that don't have an intimate knowledge of that that circumstance and that situation is odd, but welcomed. Okay. You have three advantage. Yeah, I know. You could introduce a, an additional rub to your read on Durgoth if you wanted to make a pitch on some other attitude that he has or something else that Hop reads, or you can pass an upgrade to the next check. Or I think it's just going to have to be pass an upgrade. Okay. There's nothing here for, for me right now. Okay. But he says, then obviously after the morning, came uh, came here and was sent to this place. Now, something that is notable is Durgoth didn't like start showing up to you all until well after you all had started hanging right. around here. And he just told you he came here immediately after the morning. So yep. he was in the district, but yeah. But I wasn't in the district. Well, but what I'm saying is the time when Hobbs started hanging out in the district, mm-hmm. there was a, a decent stretch of time was, before okay. Durgoth started showing his, like, being around, I yeah. guess. Yeah, I guess I... <clears throat> so we saw him working on... The big garden. I'm trying to remember if he's already told us why he's doing this, though. I don't want to ask a question he's already answered. The The only thing that he's spoken about is why he didn't want the golem's help, that it is a... Right, okay. I do uh, that. That there is a certain level of respect he has for the physical labor Flesh of and it. earth. Yeah, right. yeah. So, Durgoth, why why all this? Is it just to to beautify the place? To feed people? I mean, those are, <laughs> those are good reasons, but... I, during the war... I was a, a scout, and I would be sent north out of Dargoon into Kyr, and I would find myself in these wooded areas in Kyr, and I would find some solace away from the war in those places, and eventually took up gardening as a hobby when I wasn't on active duty. Then I was on the outskirts of the Dancing Forest in Kyr, and we were being pushed to burn down a forest that a Kyran camp had been set up in. And I, Philip, you might know off the top of your head or be able to look it up quicker. Goblin, or or come up with it for me. Hmm. Goblin word for traitor. Like somebody that abandons their duty. If he says taught, Hobble get it. I just, I got the world anvil translation if you guys want that. I'm just not sure. If it ends with taught, if anybody was wondering. This is very funny. I'm looking... I found I found goblin etymology. I'm enjoying myself now. Mm-hmm. I see why you're into this crap. Right? Isn't that fun? According to World Anvil, the goblin word for traitor is a compound word of the goblin words for betrayal and asshole. <laughs> or whatever it was you told me tot means. It's like, let's see. Okay. Terms. Gosacha is without honor. What is yours, Jeff? Kappa tot. Kappa tot. Because kappa is betrayal and tot is tot. Oh, yeah. There it is. Kappa betrayal. Yeah. So, yeah. Dirk Hutt says, I became kappa tot and and, and hob stares blankly he knows tot but i always wear on yourself buddy <laughs> i betrayed everything that i'd known and a bounty was placed on my head by my former comrades so i fled and i made my way through kaya working as an apothecary and gardener healing people then i settled in seaside and had a garden in the courtyard of the town tending to it when i heard the cries and the alarm raised tell, tell me this the first hand accounts of morning survivors are like a known story like everyone's everyone's heard one 
So Morning Survivors typically speaks to people that lived on the borders of Kyre that were able to outrun the mists. Mm -hmm. Any accounts of somebody that like got trapped in the mist that survived are urban legend, essentially. But I'm Um, saying Durgoth's story, I've heard enough similar to know like he didn't go into details. I've probably heard a detailed story of somebody who's had to deal with that that I can empathize. Yeah, probably from Hobbes' perspective. Yes. Okay. Milo, give me a a knowledge lore check with a two purple difficulty. What I'm kind of asking is, Hob knows how to respond to this. If it's with like... Yes, but Hob, like, there's a specific rub to the survivors of Seaside. Sure. That, that Hob probably hasn't heard about, just because Hob may not have... Say two purple? Two purple. I think I do it. That's a lot of success. That's a lot of success. A lot of success. Yeah, I just wanted to say it. That goes away. And that takes away. So, oh, so, wrong side. Three success and advantage. Milo, running keg bottoms, probably in the wake of the morning, you heard stories from maybe somebody that was, well, no, probably not a survivor, but you, you heard stories from probably people that rescued them. But the survivors of Seaside, because it was on the coast... They they fled to the small. It, it's a very small town, and they had like a dock, like on the edge of the the massive lake that Kai Kai borders, and so that was the only place that they could run to, and so the mist stopping at the border of Kyre was four feet away from them, so they couldn't outrun the mists and probably had accepted their fate seeing the mist coming to them and not having anywhere that they could go and right. it just stopped just short of so it's like the most horrifying version of surviving the morning because they would have been very close and have accepted what was going to happen to them is kind of what you would know about seaside survivors so woof so basically they the ones that escaped escaped to the lake mm-hmm. they didn't even like yeah i mean but they they were they were found on the docks Oh, okay. Like, huddling together from the mists. So. From stories I've heard, it was a very, very hard time. So you, essentially, you, you barely escaped. Yes, I, um, yes. Were they, like, rescued by a sea route? Like, picked up at, by boat and taken? Like, yeah, ev- eventually they were found yeah. on the docks and, and somebody came and got them. Yeah. Just, just, so yeah. I know the story. But. But but I'm sorry. I'm just trying to. Yeah, yeah. That story hasn't like. I feel like that's the story everyone would hear. I mean, it's it's one of those things where prop like not probably factually like the people that rescued them mm-hmm. told that story. Sure, probably the people that experienced it don't like yeah. relay it to people. Right. So so yeah, it's it's something that's not super widely known because it would have been three or four people that were on that. Boat that rescued them, and they would be the ones talking about it. So, but I'm here now, and thankfully, uh, those of us that that made it made it. So, but to answer your question, that's why I do this. Is nature has always been something that I found solace in, and something that, and he kind of touches one of the leaves, has the capacity to heal. So, um, sorry, I I need to return to my home to get some tools, but I appreciate your all's uh, assistance, and feel free to uh, to come tomorrow to the opening i guess i don't that was something that 
the community wanted to do to celebrate it being finished. I, I don't know what to expect, honestly. I just started this because I wanted to, and other people seem to have made a thing out of it. So, yes. We'll definitely be here. And, you know, they're going to they're gonna do the whole fixer thing, probably. And I, I think you know Ares well enough to know that she's not going to take it well. And I also think you know her well enough to know that that is not a personal affront to you. But we're all very glad that you've put this here. It beautifies the place and is uh, also functionally beneficial. No, I, I, I understand the uh, reluctance to be seen in certain circumstances, so I do not begrudge. Sure. Eris that and well, then it sounds like it was not your intent when you first started to make the garden it no, just kind I mean, of developed into that your friend suggested a statue of her but yes. I, I thought that sounded rather silly yes and as did we I hope she won't be disappointed anyway thank you all for your time and I, I will see you tomorrow farewell farewell and that probably took enough time to where Eris yeah. yeah. wrapped up her her project now you uh, look yeah, I mean, well, by the time you come back, Eris has, you know, she's wearing a tank top or something, and she, there's, essentially, there's articulated armored plates running over her shoulder and down down her bicep, and that roughly match the the same metallic style as the as the gauntlet around her arm, around her wrist and, and hand. And so, when you come back, she's just, she's going through range of motion with, yeah. with all of all of us checking it to make sure nothing's buckling or anything like that how can i go is it like your arm's still in there right yes okay okay cool i was just wondering it wouldn't make a difference how i feel about you i don't know uh, <laughs> yes my arm is still there yes and it looks amazingly functional which and i guess she is only, the point she only wins twice anyway, well, it says with a smirk so, did, so like does it do stuff like i just don't ever know with you eris like is it just an arm to protect your arm or like i mean it it does have the functionality of it it is armored now but mostly it's just compensating for whatever's whatever those ghosts tore up inside me sure so it doesn't it's just jeb asking now like you didn't juice it up it doesn't like add this, strength or anything this is not okay. it adds it adds soak and a point of ranged defense okay. protection love it so what what are you all up to for the rest of the day two o'clock tomorrow yes oh we'll all be there oh excellent mm. and it's coming along nicely yeah we were actually just chatting with Durgoth. Right. He is, you know, doing fine or whatever. As far as the rest of the day... We have some more negotiating to yeah, do. Yeah, that's and... probably the big... I mean, Tarval, we're waiting for Tarval to right. tell us he's ready to talk. And who knows how long it's going to take for him to rally that information for us. Right. Hob has no personal enrichment to do right now, so just Milo. I thought we were going to have gym class here. I was listening to the latest episode that dropped on the way over here. And you already like gave yourself. <laughs> you already got your strength points. So if we want to act it out, we can. But That's funny. So should we head to the cogs then? Right. Seems like. Be careful. Yeah. Do our best. And all turns back to her harness hanging from the ceiling and mm-hmm. grab some tools to climb up and continue working on them. Okay. You all head down to the cogs and... Don't run into any significant issues as you get down there. You, as you enter the cogs, you see Narn standing there. Um, he hey. sees Hob. Is like, Hob, how's it going? I'm pretty good. Good, good. What brings you down to the cogs? We just have a meeting with some folks down here. Neat. Yeah, it's not interesting. Like, how's, I guess, recruiting going? It's fine. Uh, a little slow. Pass 
few days, yeah. less people coming in, but um, there's been some stuff going on in Droem that less people are coming to Sharn from there, so slowing things down down here. Like, things are getting better, like infrastructure overhauls in Droem? I mean, I don't know. You hear things. Sure, 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 sure. So, interesting. Um, trying to think, Hop probably would have left before the Daughters of Swarakel started doing stuff in Droem, so Hop probably wouldn't even be aware of who they were. So, yeah, yeah, yeah so. that makes sense. Hopefully things will pick up again soon, but we'll see. So, well, have fun at your meeting. Yeah, thanks. If um, you ever want to do some side work for House Deneth, you know where to find me. Lord, I got to tell you the truth. I, <laughs> as much as I enjoyed your company, I hated working for House, I House know, Deneth. I know. It was an obligation, not a pleasure. I know. But uh, I want to tell you, the consistent bird, have you been there lately? Because like, that's mm. where you took them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally overhauled. They've got like little, little fellas that'll cut your meat for you now. And the whole thing's pretty rad. So, like uh, halflings that come to the table? No, <laughs> tiny warforged. Tiny warforged. And they let you keep, well, they let, all right, they let this one guy that I was there with keep him, but I think that guy just gets a lot of things he wants. I don't know necessarily <laughs> if that's policy. So, so you may not want to try, but, you know, food's still good. I mostly just want to see these tiny warforged. They're tiny warforged. Like, I, don't, I thought they were like six foot minimum. but oh, Well, they're not like imbued warforged. They're, what are they then? Automata, hmm. right? That's what they are, right? I'm not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's more about the, it's just an aesthetic thing. Okay. Look, darn, they're cool, man. Hey, <laughs> I'm saying. I was just confused. You said tiny warforged. I know what warforged. No, are, you're so right. I was I, confused. No, I know what I did. I'm just making well, sure. You said tiny fellows at first, and then we right. eventually got here. Right. So I missed you, bud. <laughs> we have fun. Uh, um, yeah. And you also see the knoll in the top hat, also at the other table across the way, kind Excellent. of snarling at Narn. His name. I don't think we ever gave him it. I don't think he's ever had okay. a name. Yeah, just a fancy knoll with a top hat. That's not who I got the speeder from. He was a lion. And yeah, Leonin. Yeah, he yeah. was He was a member of Dask. Right, right. And um, he's dead. That's how I got the... Yes, very okay. good. Right. Well, he fell. We didn't see a corpse. Like, I did my, de- my best to death. <laughs> okay, so what's the plan to try and track down House Tarkanon down here, gang? Streetwise. Okay, who would like to make that roll? I'm would, would pretty Narn, good at it. Would Narn have any info on that, maybe? I don't really want to ask anyone yeah. about the criminal assassins to, guild that we're trying to third contact. Third house employee about. Yeah. Even ask, if it is not. Ask one employee of yeah. one house. What's the difficulty of a streetwise check for this? The difficulty to track down House Tarkanon down in the cogs. It'd be too red. But you do have a free upgrade coming your way from a previous check. Cool. And you also have all of the story points if you would like to. Uh, I shall flip a story point. You got streetwise, huh? We are going to succeed. We can catch a despair of it. I can't imagine us not succeeding here. He said, like an idiot. It's four yellow, two green. Take a boost because you know what some of them look like. Because you've interacted with a large group of them before. Positively. Yeah. We did not catch a despair. Nerds. Okay. That, that, that. Okay. Very successful. Four success and one advantage. Four success, one advantage. Okay. So yeah, Eris, it doesn't take you long. I mean, you, one thing that you do recall is Alundra had very distinct horns for a tiefling. Rather than like ram style, they were vertical horns that spiraled mm, up. Cool. And so like an streetwise, ibex. kind of looking around and asking around after this person, it does not take you long to, to be pointed in the direction of Alundra. Uh, you had one advantage. What would you like to do with that? I'll set up a boost for okay. this conversation. So, yeah, you're you're pointed in a certain direction, and you eventually, yeah, you see a, a tiefling woman with dark purple skin, vertical spiral horns, kind of leaning on uh, the corner of a building, 
talking with a couple other people. And yeah, you note that her clothing, like I said, it's a hot day. It's even hotter down in the cogs. Uh, but her top, the sleeves come down. It's like a raglan length, like mm-hmm. halfway down the forearm. And she's got trousers on and, and boots. And she sees you all coming. And it takes a moment. But Eris has a very distinctive look. And then like kind of gives you a nod. Like, Is it a good sign it took her a moment to really recognize us? Because that means that they haven't already put out a hit on us. Actually, that's a, that's a solid line of logic. Yeah. And looking at the other two, you all also have distinctive features about you of right. the if scar. Right, someone I want dead, I recall them immediately. Right, yeah. yeah. Hey. That occurred to me as we were walking up that maybe they had already been hired to murder us. And that this was a really bad idea. So I feel really good about this now. Hobbs just starts crying immediately. He's like, we have to think about this stuff so long. Hey, funny seeing you all down here. It's uh, um, Is it? Y'all don't. I know you don't live in the cogs. And oh, no. Okay. People don't mm. come down here to hang out that often, so. Well, do you live in the cogs? You just work down here? Uh, I'm, I'm, I have a place down here. So, we have some news that may be useful to you and a proposition that you might wish to hear. It would be better in private. All right. And she looks at the other two people standing there. Uh, one is a, a gnome, and the other one is a knoll. And she kind of nods to a door of the building they're leaning against, and she walks over and opens it up and gestures for you all to go inside. You first, Hob. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. Hob, Hob tenses every muscle he's got, <laughs> ready to get smacked as soon as he walks through the doorway. Uh, yeah, Hob, as you enter, and then presumably as the rest of you follow, this seems to be a very functional space. There are small like single beds with foot lockers at the base there's like a weapons rack and um i mean yeah it seems like a a safe house slash barrack mm-hmm. as opposed to a home and there's there's some chairs and a, and a small table take a seat um okay so we're hoping to speak to the leader of your organization you see Alendra's eyebrows kind of shoot up for a second we know from some of our own experience that you have that your organization has an arrangement with house boromar and there's some things going on within i'm sorry the boromar clan i said house within the boromar clan that it's probably a mistake that gets made yeah frequently yeah. that it gets made in my head almost all the time <laughs> may impact your ability to operate and frankly you're not you're having to take a minute to recognize us suggests that you are not have not been brought into the loop by the Bornemar clan as to some of the developments that are going on inside the clan or you're just covering very well i don't know which but if you've been left in the dark about it then it's you, you'll probably be annoyed by that or at least i would so we're hoping to have a frank conversation about things that are currently and also about to start happening in the clan and get the temperature of your organization on where you might stand in all of this. Alintra kind of nods at yours. Well, no, there's not a, a hit out for you all, if that was... This all occurred to me. <laughs> it's reassuring. But we, we have felt Satan's death. The house is cloistered up a bit at least insofar as my reach extends but i am far from the top of the pecking order in our house in terms of getting you a meeting with lady tarkanon 
let me I uh, have a means to contact her do you have any additional information you can give me to relay to her to make this meeting worth her while I promise we will not waste her time there are some rumblings going on there are some ways in which the clan and its leadership are more in flux than they may seem and it seems to me that there would be some opportunities for the various the various organizations that the clan has kept or attempted to keep subordinate to benefit from and have some control over how all of this shakes out okay i'll go talk to her tell her all of that mostly because of you giving us heads up about that dark lantern i appreciate you remembering of course i'm sad that he got away it's we did not just want to maim him but Harris nods alundra gets up and goes through a door in the back of the the room uh, and shuts it behind her and the uh gnome and the knoll kind of look at you all and hi hi okay <laughs> hi <laughs> that was the note no <laughs> pardon him please y'all like to play cards all of a sudden <laughs> yeah well, yes definitely or dice i don't play dice of course milo would be like <laughs> throw some bones up against the wall fellas and the uh the no as the as the knoll starts to deal cards has not told you what game you all are playing yet the gnome looks at the three of you and is like so forgive the question but why come to us we don't get many outsiders coming to us for anything honestly well we've been a part of the clan and your organization is somewhat attached to the clan so not entirely outside yes it's just to most people we're the boogeyman well that's just that's just nonsense is it nonsense it's an earned reputation (laughs) there They're the assassin boys. Well, they're also aberrant marked. Which oh, that's is right. The, that's, that, that's, that's the, the boogeyman thing. Look, Thank you. I'd forgotten that. Yeah, that we had a meeting with we had a meeting with people who had petrified somebody. I mean, on the scale of horrible people we've met. Oh, sure. This y'all don't rate hmm. as horrible yet. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So far, what I've seen is you were unhappy that somebody had lied to you about who they were. That, that tracks as normal to me. We are also annoyed that. It's cooled off a bit, but your clan was using Therani for assassinations instead of us, and we make good money killing people. So we have some, yeah. We that that is one of the things that we would hopefully speak to. She said, "Lady Tarkanen." Yes, Lady Tarkanen. I don't know why it never occurred to me there was actually someone called Tarkanen. It's in a lot of members of the house use the surname Tarkanen, but it's it's an assumed name to kind of represent that. All aberrant marks are one extended family. There's like, there was a guy that was actually named Tarkanen, but he died a long time ago. Oh, I see. Dale Tarkanen. But no, she she set us up here in Sean out, and the Dark Lanterns tried to murder all of us when we were initially getting started, but she held them off, and thankfully, here we are. So, sure. hence why we were so jumpy about a Dark Lantern. Right, yeah, I totally understand that. So. Alundra comes back out and she says that she's willing to meet with you all in her estate up on Hold please. Up on Fancyton. Uh, not quite that fancy. Oh, what's the it's the great Muppet Caper where she's like, What's your address? One, two, three, big expensive lane. <laughs> that is not it exactly, but it's similar enough. Oh, it's been forever since I've seen that one. Middle Central Plateau. Which you all know is where 
all a lot of the dragon marked house highbrow street highbrow where do you live and also where the highbrow street the ambassador and embassy district is as well so yeah we can escort you all there if you have a means of transport great if not we can yeah we've we've got a we have a skiff oh do we okay so yeah you all we hang out with a skiff we don't have a skiff that's true a skiff is part of our crew yeah (laughs) that skiff's with us so yeah, they they direct you to the closest sky dock. Do you all talk to them about anything on the drive, or I mean, presumably there would be idle chit chat. But Eris is not relaxed. Yeah, like sure. Eris is not. Eris feels like there's a lot of this was her idea, and she's very concerned that it's all going to go terribly wrong. I am currently realizing that I have agreed for Eris's plan to go to a second location with mm-hmm. the assassin house. Yes. Yeah. And Hob's not scared, but he's aware. To, to their place. Yeah. To, to their place. Yeah. Where presumably there are other assassins. Hob's thinking about getting into guns, if that gives you any indication. Yeah. As you all get close to Middle Central Plateau, kind of not assuaging your fears at all, sure. Alindra says, now, the only reason you all are meeting her here is because I vouched for you all looking out for us in the past. So this is not a public-facing location of House Tarkan. This is... If you tell anyone, I will relish getting to exact vengeance. Oh, I understand that. So. Yeah. It would be really weird if you, as an Assassin's Guild, had a public-facing location. Yeah. Well, I'm but always... additionally, the more concerned about the aberrant right. mark thing, because that's... You sure. know, there's Assassin Guilds. But... Everyone I might tell is already in this boat. <laughs> I... Because I assure you, I would never tell her. You have done us a good turn. You have vouched for us. We will... Not let you down. Appreciate that. So yeah, you all are led by Alundra, and you see as as you all get near the sky dock, the gnome begins doing some gestures, and you see a faint glow. Anybody that's seated behind him, through his shirt of some like jagged lines and stuff, and you see him, Alundra, and the gnome, or not the gnome, the knoll. Their forms begin to change. Hmm. But it doesn't seem like a mask like you've done before. And it also doesn't seem comfortable. It's like their bodies are like, like their bones are reshaping and their bodies are physically changing form. But they've done it enough to where they're just kind of winsting. And then after a moment, you are now with a halfling man, an elf woman, and a uh, shifter that are dressed well. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're dressed like bureaucrats, not like fancy, but dressed well. Okay follow us right does hob have that kind of reaction or hob has seen a lot of things so he doesn't have an outward reaction but it's this was different though this was it's it it was it, you could hear the bones cracking the sense, and like seen a lot of things in the sense that he's able to control his like gag reflex yeah it it affected him yeah especially the the knoll seemed to have the because the knoll's whole like yeah, head shape. and neck structure yeah. got <laughs> reshaped <laughs> into i see milo wincing at every crunch yeah there you go. And uh, yeah, Alundra says, follow me. And you all are led through to the district where the house enclaves are. So like you've been here before when you had to deal with Boomrush. Mm-hmm. And also when you all had to get Reynard's dagger back from the Civis enclave because it was uh, right. oh, yeah. placed there right, right. way, way back when. But you remember downtime episode? Hilarious, <laughs> hilarious prank that that was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you all find yourself in front of a a mansion, basically that's nestled between these enclaves. Looks like a really, 
nice large house not as nice and bougie as like Kath and Sana's parents place but right. but much nicer than you would expect the leader of House Tarkanon to be holed up in huh. um, and yeah Alundra walks to the front door and opens it and gestures for you all to enter the the gnome and the knoll I'm going to call them by their actual sure n- mm-hmm. not their disguises mm-hmm. enter before you all though as Alundra opens the door and gestures for you to follow in for a penny. I'm tr- would I go in first or would I go in after you? I don't know. What would Hob do? I don't know, man. You're, you're covered in guns. It's true. Probably let you go first, honestly. You're also covered in guns. That's true. Hey. I'm just mild-mannered, meek-looking fella. You're definitely in the middle. With smoke coming out of his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Head on in. So as you all are crossing, you see the gnome and the knoll leading towards a door on the first floor. It's actually a set of double doors. And as the doors open, the doors open as you're approaching and you see a very kind of severe looking human man with a furrowed brow kind of walk out and walk past you all and kind of eyes, especially Hob up and down because Hob has so much exposed skin that he takes note of something as he looks you up and down. Um, if you would like to make a check in that regard, it would be a severe looking man, like a disapproving butler or no, this seems to be a... He's covered in angles. He's just a very angular That's what dude. I was picturing. Eris, yeah. given your background, you, you like this person like fought in the last war, like fought in the last war, saw some stuff, has like lived a lot of life, and I it see. weighs heavy on their shoulders. Okay. Two purple. Okay. Oh, I did this wrong. No boost out. Um, there was there one was, advantage left one over. Boost, yeah. So yeah, one boost. I have failed. Wow. So, some advantage. Two advantage. Okay. Pass a couple of boost. Yeah, we'll just pass some boost okay. and I learned nothing. Sure. Yeah, this guy What's just new? he well, disapproves of us. Yep. Your 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 failure, like you've been mean mugged before, Hob. Like yeah. you're a bouncer. Like you get the sense this guy's mean mugging you. Yeah. Like, maybe looking for a fight. Yeah. You want to fight about it? Thankfully, I have a, the, the discipline as a bouncer to not yeah. <laughs> fight every guy who mean mugs me. Just punch him already. <laughs> right. Yeah. You like the way the guy's looking at you? But you all also note that this guy is looking Hob up and down as he walks past you all. I assume it's jealousy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, Alundra is bringing up the the rear of you all, and yeah, the the gnome and the knoll walk into the double doors that were just opened. And if you all continue following, you walk in and see a very well appointed office set up, a large desk, bookshelves, nice seating area. Once again, not what you were anticipating. Mm-hmm. Presumably, House Tarkanon Underground Assassins Guild mm-hmm. of aberrant mm-hmm. individuals. Um, but you see a kind of beleaguer looking redheaded woman sitting behind the desk and she looks up and says hello how can I help you and sees Alundra and is like Lady Thora these are the people that I told you about well let's talk Boromar then end of episode hmm. thank you all so much for listening if you want to be part of the conversation surrounding this episode you can head over to our discord link which you can find on all of our socials Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter at the Geek Pantheon we also have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Pantheon, where you can see me making TTRPG content. Philip, go. There's also a YouTube channel called The Laughing Tree, where you can see another actual play using 5th edition called Kyber Shards. I'm the GM, Eric's player. With a different version of Thora. With um, a different version. <laughs> yes, the, the streams are crossing. Uh, if you want to financially support the show, you can do so over at patreon.com slash Pantheon, or you can buy some merch over at thegeekpantheon.com. Thank you all so much for listening. I've been your game master, Eric. I'm Philip. Randy. I'm Jeff. We'll see you next time. 